0: What steps did you have to take to actually get put on with the, the the brokerage to become a freight agent? Let's start there when you when you first got started. That the lady connected you with the other broker, not your father's mm-hmm. uh, company that he worked with, but somebody else. So tell me about those steps because you're fresh in the business, you don't have any book of business, you don't know anybody. So why would they even give you an opportunity to begin with? Let's start there. Well, in the, in the beginning, uh,
1: we lucked up. We got in yeah. like at the time when they first started the agent program, so they were just pretty much bringing in some new people, kind of testing the waters. Off
2: of word of mouth. Off of
1: word of mouth. So we didn't have, and I think they had a headhunter at the time, too. Okay. Um. So we didn't have a book, like they just pretty much just took a chance on it. They took a chance on probably about 13 or 14 different people that came in with agents Because a, a
0: lot of times, don't they want people with like a book of they business? They want people with a book Definitely. of business.
1: So I think they, they had like 12 or 13 of us they took on. Okay. But I of those, there's only two of us left. Okay. That, wow. That they took on at that time. Everybody else who's coming in is already established. Okay. So it was just me and one other guy.
0: Now, did they offer you any training or anything like
2: that, or nah. it was just kind of like
0: nah, no throw you training. to the wolves? Yeah, you we get had in. the lady
2: um, that my dad referred us through. She, you know, would talk to us and stuff like that. You know, just stay on the phones. You know, little pep talks and stuff like that. But as far as like getting it, we had to get it okay. ourselves and like prove to them like we want this. We want okay.
1: This. And even even then, like like I said, we started off we didn't have much money. You make making one hundred seventy bucks, one hundred sixty bucks, two hundred starting off. It's not enough to pay your bills. Right. So they were good enough to be able, to like, you know what? I see where y'all are going with it. They go, y'all, some extra money, like, help y'all out. Right. So they made sure, like, we were straight to be able to focus on our business, like, and yeah. that, that's how we was able to get on. Like, they they took a chance on us and they really just helped nurture us, like, during that time. But as far as training, nah, you got to figure that. You got to out. figure it out. You know what I'm saying? Okay,
0: so in terms of like like business structure wise, you have to set up your own LLC and like, how does that work? Tell me about that portion of it when you when you sign on with them.
1: Well, you're supposed to, but in the beginning, like I said, we didn't have an LLC. Okay. We started straight off with our Last name. With social. Yeah, okay. Okay. name, social. We didn't actually make an LLC until probably about a year or two later. Okay. Right. Yeah, like we were just like, yeah, just
0: went. Yeah, just went for it. Yeah, yeah, we didn't
1: have time because I, what I noticed is, like at that time, like we just had so much stuff going on. Like I had to make a quick move. We had just right. had a so, daughter, yeah, newborn. So I didn't want to be like, okay, I got to wait for the LLC paperwork to come in. Let me get my whole business together. No, I just
0: wanted to get on the phone. I okay, to make some money. Okay, and and how does the process work? So you're booking freight for them. So you're booking it under your name, under their name, under like, theirs. Okay, so explain how that kind of like works. So when you when you're reaching out to customers, you're you're using their name and you're saying, you know, I'm with ABC brokerage. And then once you book that customer, you book that load, what do you do then to then get paid? That percentage It just kind of explain how that works to people. Well,
1: when we book a load, um, as far as like so I, so I getting set up with the broker? Or yeah, it? so so basically
0: customer. when you're getting set up with a customer, uh-huh. right? So just so people could understand how the process works from actually booking the load, getting set up with a customer, to booking a load, to you getting paid. Okay, yeah. Okay. Just, yeah, just explain that whole, that whole process. Yeah, so I get set up with the customer. I send them
1: my carrier pack, my customer packet, uh, credit out. you know, they send it back to me. Uh, I send it over to our agent rep and she go ahead and get a credit line approved for them. Okay. So we'll see how much they get approved for us and do a credit check and all that good stuff. Uh, Get a credit line for them. Then we start getting loads from them. I get a shipment from them. um, When I book the load and the load delivers, I get the hard copy POD. I image the POD, close the load out. and. As long as I send that in before well, one o'clock in the afternoon yeah. on Friday, I use, I'm usually paid by Saturday morning.
0: Okay, yeah. got you. Yeah. And what, like, what percentage do you guys get off of that load? 70%. Seventy percent. Okay, you get seventy percent. Mm-hmm. Okay, got you. So it's full transparency. You're able to see everything, and, and everything. then you get seventy percent off of the top.
1: Yes, sir. Seventy okay. percent, and they provide pretty much everything, like our everything. load boards, every kind of load board we you, get, you need for truck stop, dad, select this. Full circle.
0: Okay. You know? So you have access to all those lo- lo- your own independent logins, and yep. they pay for all that. They Correct. pay for
1: all that. We have access to Zoom Info. I don't know if you know about Zoom Info. Yeah. What we do with yeah. Zoom Info. Email addresses and all that. Yeah. We yeah. so got that. Um, every kind of LTL platform
0: you can name. Man, they they, they give you so they, much yeah.
1: access to so much things. It's like, yeah. Why
0: not? I got Plug you. and play. Got you. Okay. So when you're first getting started. I know the first thing was go get customers, right? But yeah. that's probably like it sounds a little easier than it probably really is. Like, yeah. right. what was your what was your strategy to 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 get customers, get the right customers? How'd you know who to go after? Like, tell me a little bit about what you guys were thinking about in terms of getting customers. Because you to say get customers, but yeah. Who's the customers? You know what I mean? So right. tell me tell me about that process.
1: I went after the industry that I knew best, which was expedited, because I did expedited freight. Um, like I said, the first a lot of customers I ran freight for in my box truck were like my first target. That was my target market because right. that's the, the freight I knew. I knew white glove delivery. I know box trucks. You know, I know Sprinter vans. Sprinter vans as well. Like I know that's my my lane. So I went after cares. I mean customers that had expedited freight. Okay. Like I chose my niche. Like I didn't want to do full truck load, have to, you know, be it on, you know, yell on rates and all that. I not want to do that. I wanted spot market rates and to be in the expedited market.
0: Okay, got you. So, what about carriers?
1: Carriers, it wasn't that hard. Like, basically, I started off just posting. When I first started, we started off posting mm-hmm. on that truck stop, and stuff like that. But when carriers would call in, we'd get their names, their phone numbers, their emails. MC. And MC, all that, and kind of just write it down to keep a list of them. Then eventually make a list, like a distribution list. And so, you're able to reach out to those carriers quicker. Or I just called them. But it got to the point where, for the loads that I have, you know, I have cares that I could just reach out to quick, you know what I'm saying, versus having to post and pray. That's how I was able to do post it, post and pray. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. But, um, you know, and plus the brokers we're under, they had like 32,000 cares already in their system. Okay, so it's yeah. easy to go in the system and search what cares around what lane for what price, their name, email. So it just made it that much easier for yeah. me to find cares. Not that never
0: been an issue. For me. Got you. Talk to me about sales because I think that's one of the most obviously one of the most difficult things and one of the biggest hurdles that people have to. You know get over it us like how, right. you know just making those phone calls you said you read the power of broke yeah what what are some of the mindset things that you learned in there that you applied to your business
1: uh i just really just didn't give up like i just really pushed i kept pushing um i really knew that it was always i reassessed myself at the end of each day first off so if i made phone calls and i didn't have any connections with anybody i would basically look at myself like what did i do wrong right. what could i do better um uh, but I know in the beginning, I would start off and I wasn't being authentic. Like I, I would change my voice up. It was like the, I had all kind of different voices. My name is Devin. Yeah, I did it the was Devin. I did, Hey buddy, my name is Devin. I'm calling to get some fright from you. You know, I did all that. You know what I'm saying? Like I did the country voice. I did the the stuck up voice. You know what I'm saying? Like I did everything, but he's he like, I,
2: how can you just sound like it on the phone? I'm like, yeah. I've done customer service for so long. Like it was she, just in me. She can do it. But I had to realize just being myself yes. and being okay with that
1: okay that's the biggest thing i learned is being myself and being okay with that and not being a salesman you know we're all all good at talking or whatever but it's it's better to listen but i never just try to come at somebody like hey i can increase lose you know decrease your freight spin or something like that right i don't do that i have a conversation with them i call people I have a regular conversation with them i want to know their pain points you know how can i help fit into your situation you know i got a lot of carriers i work with i'm sure you got a lot of freight you move so we can maybe connect some way and to be mm-hmm. some kind of synergy going on, we can save some money and build a relationship that way.
0: Yeah. But mm-hmm. versus,
1: and I don't, that's how I do it. Like I just have a regular conversation. That's how I tell anybody. Like if you're calling somebody, these you are know, regular people you're calling, you know, even though they're corporate or whatever, have a regular conversation with them. Mm. It's the easiest way. It. You know, you don't have to call somebody, hey, I'm, you use freight brokers? We' got a whole list of questions for you, right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Uh, let me call you with a script. You sound like a robot. Yes. Nobody nobody want to talk to a robot, right? You know? They want right. to talk to a real person. Now, if you don't had a, a million calls that day with people saying the same thing, I have access to a bunch of trucks and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they heard that all day. Right. So you got to think of something
0: different, which is a regular conversation, right. That's right thing. everybody like peace of mind. so so, what are some of those common pain points that you find when you're on the phone with uh, with these shippers and, and brokers? what what are they what are they telling you that you, here redundantly, like all the time to where somebody who's getting into the business, you can kind of give them a, a little bit of a head start.
2: I know one of the biggest things is brokers saying they have trucks, but they really don't. Yeah. And then the truck, like they'll call you back like, hey, I need a truck ASAP. Like the truck fell off this that, and the third, but come to find out they didn't have a truck in, to begin with. Mm. Yeah. So they are like putting like rates out there and all this kind of stuff, like ghosting, but you don't want to do that. Right. 'cause it's like it's your it's your life. It's your your bread and butter. Yeah. You want that long relationship. And if we don't have a truck, we we gonna say we, we can't cover it. Yeah. Right. Simple as that. Right. Cause
0: they'll call you bluff.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Biggest thing is honesty, honesty and trust. That's what the main pain point is. Like, you know, everybody say they can do this, but they can't do that. But I say in a heartbeat, if I can't do something, like I work on it, I'm going to let you know what I have. You not have options in this area, but if I don't I don't, but I'm not gonna hold you up. Like my process for me to find a truck usually takes ten minutes. If I don't find you one in ten minutes, I probably can't find mm. you. You right. know what I'm saying? So I I don't hold a customer up. You know, all my customers appreciate that. You know what I'm saying? All
0: right. How How do you build your rapport with your carriers? How How many carriers do you work with? First off, a lot. Yeah, a lot. I deal yeah. with a lot of carriers. Um, if my, you had to guess, like how how, how what, if you had to put a number on it, like on a weekly. Yeah, just like on a a weekly, or just like your total book of carriers that you could say you can, you have access to. Access about 34,000. Okay. You know what I'm
1: saying? (laughs) Yeah, but as far as weekly,
0: I deal with probably about maybe 1,000, 1,200. Okay, got you. And you probably have some regulars that you kind of go to. Yeah. Yeah, we have some regulars. Okay. And that makes it so much easier, right. Right, right. (laughs) You guys both said it at the same time. We do it all the time. Talk about that, like as far as that just making it easier, like just working with the same people, like how do you build your rapport with your carriers?
2: Well, like when they call, we can ask them like, okay, what areas are you in? Is this a lane you run all the time? Um, How much do you normally run this lane for? How many trucks do you have in the area? All that kind of stuff. And then we just, you know, we could pick up the phone and call them. Like, hey, I got this going on. I don't want to post it. Y'all did a great job for me last time. If you can't do it, do you know anybody else in the area? Right. So we keep it like that. Right, right, right. Most
1: of they end up knowing it. if you're doing the same stuff, they know the customer's freight. They know the people that the shipper and receivers for you. So it makes it that much easier. Like they can call ahead of time. Hey, I'm on the way. Okay. It just makes everything so much smoother. Got you. How
0: how do you, how do you guys negotiate price? We ask. I ask, what can you do it for?
1: I don't never, I don't, my. I don't, Try to underbid. I don't. That's why I don't like to do whole contract down. rates. I don't drive carriers down. Mm. So a carrier calls me, I say, well, "What kind of rate can you do it for?" Okay. And I I, I go with that rate. You start there. I, yeah. I don't even. <laughs> I don't try to go down and nothing like that. Like, cause I want you to eat. I don't want you to be on my load. tomorrow, I need a an advance, or you know, my truck broke down. I can't make it. No, I want you to be able to fix that truck and keep going. Right. You know, I don't get cheap freaks, so I don't want you know cheap carriers. I don't sell like cheap trucks. I sell a premium trucks to my customers. I let them know, hey, I'm gonna have a good truck on there on time, you know, clean cut driver, you know what I'm saying, come pick your freight up with good service and we're gonna get it there on time. It's not gonna be an issue. And If there is an issue, we fix it like that. Right. You right. know what I'm saying? But it's my, my biggest thing. Like, I just
0: build them relationship like that. Got you. What, what would you say is the biggest misconception about you guys' business for people trying to get into it? What, what What's the biggest thing that people think that's not necessarily true?
2: That brokers keep all the money. Yeah. That's the biggest <laughs> thing. All the time. It's just like, that is so not true. Like, there are really good brokers out here. Yeah. And we're we're two of them.
0: Yeah. Right. You know? Right, right, right. Oh, my
1: God. Brokers are ruining the world. No, not ruining the world. I mean, <laughs> right. you got to think every carrier is different in their operating costs. So I can post a load from, say, Atlanta, Florence, South Carolina, right? I have one carrier call in, oh, I need uh $2,000 a I need to be at $2,000. Another carrier, say, $23 but then you have that last carrier to call and say, Hey man, just give me 1400. I'm trying to get home. Right. Who are you going to go with? And you right. can't get mad at us. And we saying, okay, the guy said he was trying to get home for 1400 you other guys are pretty high. Mm-hmm. You know, we still have a customer. We have to give a price to and they gonna they could tell us no, or, you know, yes. Yeah. Or if our price too high, they can just easily send it to another broker and try to get other pricing, which is then drive the rates up even higher anyway. Right. You know, right. right.
0: So, so when, when you're, when you're booking a load, it, what, what's the most important thing to you? Is it price? is it the carrier and like their safety score like what are you looking at because like you could have you could have one person that will take it for less but have a better safety score like what how do we, you balance those skills we definitely All of check that okay safety the score
1: MC. i check your care uh 411 see if you had any kind of reports on that thing and then not even just reports like see if they responded to the reports because if i see a bunch of reports and nobody responded to them then i know you just don't care right mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying but if it's a report like somebody just being petty like the, the driver showed up thirty minutes late, mm-hmm.
2: and then we'll the ask city. them about it too. Like, yeah. hey, we see this report out here. Like, what was going on? And they'll they'll tell us. Right. So well, you go off there, and their energy when they call, yeah. like how they're responding, like you got a lot of stuff going on in the background, and you cursing. Like we've had all that kind of stuff happen. Mm. So like, okay, yeah, your MC is good and stuff like that, but I don't know how you're gonna be with my freight. So I will go with the higher price. Mm-hmm. If you twisted, confused, or stuck about trucks, don't be dumb. This is the place to come. Truck and Hustle. Let's
1: go!